If you've walked the halls of Princeton High School lately, you've probably seen them. Despite the school's insistence that student council campaign posters only be posted in approved locations, the stairwells, the main intersection, the cafeteria, or the performing arts center, colorful rectangles promising to make your voices heard or make sure your money is in the best hands have spread almost inexorably across the school. There's not much space to lay out a legitimate platform for a campaign, but even if someone tried, the results wouldn't be as eye-catching as the posters that have gone up of candidates parachuting or, in more perplexing cases, a short statement placed over what appears to be a vintage German BMW ad. All of this is to say, it's not easy for candidates to explain what they would do as a part of the student council, or, for that matter, what student council does in the first place. So I invited Ashlina Brown, a senior who ran for student body president this year, onto the show to help explain exactly what goes on during Stuco's weekly meetings. Although she didn't end up winning this election, Ashlina was the class president of the junior class last year, and she took a ton of lessons away from her experience on the student council that everybody, from the representatives who are part of Stuco this year, to anybody who wants to better understand our internal student government, can find not just interesting, but somewhat galvanizing too. I'm Alexander Margulis, and you're listening to PHS Talks. Hi, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Let's start with the basics. What positions have you held on the student council here at PHS? Hi, Alex. It's great that you're having me. Um, so I've been the class president of the junior class for one year, and right now I'm running for student body president. Exciting. Why did you decide to run for student council in the first place? Well, I thought that student council had great potential to make a difference in our school, and I wanted to participate in organizing the events, planning speaking for students' opinions, and being like a bridge between administration and the students. So right now, as you just said, we're in the midst, actually at the tail end of election season. Uh, I have to wonder what that's like for you. How do you plan out your campaign? How do you appeal to the voters at PHS? Oh yeah, I like to be personal and optimistic when it comes to my campaign, and I hope that the energy that I give off is something that the students can return and can feel. So I make my campaign posters fun, exciting, uh, true to myself, and I hope that students can see someone that they trust in those campaign posters um, and someone that they can recognize and ask for help. Does being the incumbent help, do you think? I know that in previous years, uh, in like other grades, it has definitely helped some students be reelected, but in my sister's year, which was like three, four years ago, she noticed that a lot of the students would never get reelected each year. Um, so I think it really depends on how well you do in the student council position. Um, and I hope that it helps me in this case. Do you have a platform that you're running on, would you say? Have it written out somewhere in the maybe free response questions that, that come along with the uh, campaign sign up form? Well, last year I did have a platform that I ran on, and it was to make the school environment more welcoming and student friendly. But this year, I've kind of shifted my focus from that exact platform to one where I want to improve the communication between students and administration and help improve the relationship in general. So for instance, this year, if I do get reelected, the president in student council will be meeting with the principal, the vice principals, and the student council advisors 
hopefully to improve student relations and clarity. That's super cool. I'm wondering, in a broader sense, is it possible to have differentiated platforms that people care about at PHS? Like, are there some semblance of parties that form in the student council? Or is everyone kind of running on the same promises, do you think? Well, I wouldn't say there are different parties, but I would say there are different vibes from each of the, the runners. Uh, so, for instance, I know that some candidates prefer a more chilled, relaxed, laid-back platform, and they're like, they're very go-with-the-flow. And then other ones are very determined or stubborn or I wouldn't say try hard but you know I think that I'm in that category where like I'm really motivated to make a good campaign. There seem to have been a few restrictions implemented between elections uh, last year and this year. For example the school outlawed handing out candy while campaigning which I know is something you did and quartered off just a few areas in the school where the posters can be hung. Do you know why those changes were made? When it comes to the number of posters that each student can put up, I think it's because in the learning commons, students were printing out a lot of posters, but they would print out like 20, 30, 40 at once. And it was just a lot of resources that the school wasn't really made well aware of. At least the library wasn't until it happened. And it seems a little bit excessive to have posters everywhere on every single hallway when there could just be 10. And for the candy, I know a lot of students were giving out candy, but I do think it might be a barrier that would make certain students not want to run in the elections because they might not want to buy candy or might not be able to. Okay, so let me let me set the stage for what the campaigning looks like this year. You have no candy, you've got 12 posters. How do you get over the uh, social awkwardness of asking people to vote for you? Like, what's that like? In the past year, I've really learned how to be a little bit more shameless, I would say. Important um, skill to have. Yes. And like communication is super important. I've noticed that even in my own like part-time job, communication is super important. And I've learned how to be easily personable with strangers. And it's really helped me, I think, get closer to random students. And I also think that almost all of them are genuine and have like a positive mindset. So when someone does come up to them, they're very open. I've noticed that a lot more students are very receptive to this. Um, which is really nice. Yeah. So I'm going to admit something that I'm very ashamed of. I don't really know what student council does. Like, I know that they help out with setting up events at the school, but that's pretty vague. And beyond that, I'm not sure. So what does student council do? What are we voting for you and the other people on the student council to perform? Student council is comprised of all different grades, so it helps connecting different grade levels together and students. It's an opportunity for students who really want to represent their class to do so when it comes to event planning, like homecoming or prom or other candy grams. It's a great way to fundraise for these events so that we can give back to our school community more, whether it be from bake sales or the candy grams. And hopefully this year, it'll be a way to communicate with the principals and the vice principals and advisors and see how we can improve our school community and communicate to the students why certain changes this year are being made, such as schedule changes, IDs, like security, all that, so that people can better understand and follow the rules that keep them safe. So to figure these things out, do you have meetings with all of the, the student council members? 
Yes, we have meetings every Wednesday during lunch, um, and we'll also have occasional meetings for certain events or whatever, like at other times of the week. But it is expected that students and student council should be working on stuff, especially with their own grade um, outside of those hours as well. How do you think events like the prom or other candy grams or like Halloween events or something like that, how do you think they would be different if the student council wasn't present at our school? I think all those decisions would be made up to the PTO and teachers, and they might not be what students in our school right now would like to see. Or when it comes to Spirit Week or the Week of Respect, students might not want to do some of the events because no students were actually picking them. Can you take me behind the scenes of planning the prom last year? What did student council decide on? What was their part to play? Student council, some of the members were a part of the prom committee, like I was. And this is where we thought of the themes, we thought of the decorations and the venues. And unfortunately, the venue was picked pretty late. But this year, we're going to try to make a difference and come up maybe with a more creative venue or one that students would like to go to more. And then we picked the best themes that we thought students would like, and then students actually got to vote on them. And also, Student Council advertised the prom online everywhere so that students would actually sign up to go. Cool. Talking about campaigning kind of moves us towards a larger question that I have about the role of Student Council here at BHS. So a common complaint about the way these elections run is that they're like a quote-unquote popularity contest, right? And that's what you hear a lot of kids say when they're defending you know, why they don't want to run or don't want to vote or maybe, you know, didn't win if they were running. To what extent, first of all, do you think that's true? Is that a valid complaint? I think to some extent it might be true. Maybe not in our year, but in other grade levels where there's one president who like keeps getting reelected because everyone just assumes that they'll get reelected. But I think if you're motivated enough and you have enough perseverance and you're just a generally kind trustworthy and open person it doesn't matter how popular you are or how many friends you have or who your friends are I think you can get voted in like I think that I got voted in because I'm a pretty open person not because of the number of friends I have yeah I agree with that although you are very well liked to be fair thank you Alex uh but more importantly here something like an actual presidential election for example is also a popularity contest, right? It boils down to the same thing. So why do you think people get so upset about people voting for people they already know at the school level when it's true in every other election or school board elections in, uh, you know, our congressional elections? Well, I think that resentment occurs in all elections, but when it comes to the school level, it's a lot more personal, personal. It's a lot more personal for most of the students involved, and they feel like their voices should be heard more than on the state level. And also they have personal experiences with many of the candidates, which is quite different from United States presidential candidates. So they might feel that they they have more reason and more validity in their beliefs, and which is why they might voice them. It seems like the more lowercase d democratic way to make decisions within our school is just straight up a student body referendum, 
and just having everybody vote on things. And I know we did that, for example, with the prom theme where you had students vote. I know that's only tangentially student council as a prom committee, but why do we need the student council in the first place to be setting up those decisions for us? I think it's nice to have people that you know will represent you and should be coming back to decide on these events and plan them for you. That's why we elect them, right? We want people who share our beliefs or who can represent us or that we can relate to and trust in our candidates. You're more likely to agree with their opinions than maybe a different stranger that you don't really know. And also, I think student council is a great way to like advertise the events because we have the student council pages. We have a lot of the student council members are friends with many different people from different friend groups or different grades. So it's a great way to connect to the rest of the student body. The student council puts on events like Spirit Week to try to boost engagement with the school. What is the best strategy to do that? I think competition actually between the grades is a great way to boost Spirit Week. Like if a different grade is a different color or a different theme for that day, I've heard from other schools that it works really well or students who transferred here who used to be in student council, they think that's a really good idea. And also just participating in student council like events yourself as members of student council is a really great way to boost participation. Making it not seem like really boring is the best way to go, I think. Do you think there's an argument to be made that the student council should have more decision-making power than it currently does? Yeah, sometimes I really think that student council should have a right to make more decisions, but I'm also well aware that making decisions in such a large community is not very easy and student opinions aren't like automatically the best ones or the safest ones. And sometimes I feel like teachers also should have more rights when it comes to making decisions, but they don't. So I think a whole like revamp of how like our hierarchy works in school and decision making should occur. I can't really control that, but it'd be really nice if that happened. I'd like to pull back for a second and talk about what the point of student council is in the first place. I don't necessarily want to rehash what the responsibilities of student council are. We just went over that. But like, why even make it a thing? So as far as I can tell, there are four main arguments for the student council. The first one is that student councils serve to recognize the legal truth that children have rights and that their opinions must be taken into account when it comes to decisions. This is a legalistic view. Evidence of it is based in like the UN Convention on the Rights of the Child and things like that. Uh, the second argument is that student councils contextualize our education within what it means to be an effective citizen. So we learn about the democratic process and we're pushed towards participating in it. The third argument is that student councils increase students' engagement in the school and therefore improve their performance in the classroom by interfacing with the student council or you know, being a member of the student council. And then the fourth argument is that student councils help out with policy making because when the school administration hears what the student body wants, they're more likely to pass policy that helps the student body. So of these four ideas about what a student council is meant to do with student power, recognize it in accordance with the laws, contextualize it into our broader civic life, use it to increase our engagement and therefore our grades, or employ it to help out with actual policymaking, which ones seem the most important at PHS? What is the breakdown of those four categories at this school? I think that all four of those 
points are actually extremely relevant to our school. It's a great way to teach students that they have their rights and they have, you know, the ability to vote and make a difference in their community starting from, you know, their school level, which is one of the smallest local communities that you'll find. But I think um, improving student engagement is actually more important in our student council at PHS because we don't really like make the different policies here. Sure, we help out with schedule making or we interview vacant spots for vice principals. But overall, we try to keep students engaged with events like homecoming, candy grams, spirit week, week of respect, the Dodge for a Cause tournament, um, prom, and like other events throughout the year. And lastly, on the personal level for members of student council, I think it teaches them how to be really great leaders um, and how to take responsibility if that's something they want to go into, such as policymaking or, you know, politics or, you know, just to be a better citizen so that they can be kinder, more open, able to keep a cool head and be responsible. I really, I really like the idea that the student council is meant to be above all this kind of like pep squad for the school, right? That's that's increasing our engagement with PHS and, and how much we enjoy actively being in the classroom and being in the building. What do you think are the biggest obstacles in the way of that goal? I think when you have a bunch of students who might not be super motivated to be engaged in these events, or they might be like Debbie Downers, be like, why are we doing this event? This is boring. Like, why do we have to wear these colors? It can be a little bit hard to stay motivated and optimistic when some students think you're just being ridiculous. But if students feel that you're being genuine and they see you doing this consistently, then I've learned that they're far more willing to appreciate your efforts and also join in on school spirit. Cool. Yeah. I'm interested in the idea that the student council teaches us to be better citizens and better, uh, you know, enablers of the democratic process. What do you think being an elected representative in student council or just voting in student council elections has taught you about how civic life should function? Well, it has mainly showed me that representatives need to be transparent and that sometimes unethical actions might be like easily covered, but it's our duty to be transparent with everybody and trustworthy. I do see how in the United States politics, it might be very easy for certain representatives to not be transparent and to have like self-fulfilling agendas. Looking at student council, do you know how it's changed year over year? Are there trends in how it works or is it a pretty stagnant force within the school? I can't say for sure before COVID because I wasn't a part of this high school, but my sister has told me that like all of her friends would participate in the elections and it was like a very large school activity and she didn't really hear of anyone who didn't vote. I'm not sure that's so true nowadays, especially after like quarantine where student engagement just plummeted, but I think it's going back up and I think me personally advertising it has increased, at least like in my grade, like the number of students who vote in the elections. Um, yeah, if there's one yeah. thing that the school has in common with the, the way that U.S. voting works, it's that it's kind of hard to cast your ballot. Like like there's yeah. there's a specific time frame and, and a specific way you have to like log into Canvas and go into this announcement and find a place to vote. Do you think there's a better system for getting everyone to vote? Should voting be mandatory, for example? 
I don't think voting should be mandatory, but I think it should be heavily encouraged because, you know, in the United States system, voting is your duty. Like, sure, not everybody votes, and that can be really detrimental to actually reflecting what the community really desires and needs in their representatives. But I think making it mandatory would just make some people like randomly vote uh, without really deciding on who they would actually want to vote. But if we have paper ballot systems, I think that would be more fun. Might be a little bit wasteful, but you know, it's like a fun idea and it doesn't have to be like on paper. It could be on a computer and then the next person would go in to like, uh, yeah, you like know, boots. like those, yeah, those little booths and everything. You could like have a computer, click who you want and then it would like reset for the next person. Oh, that'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they would actually do that, but that'd be kind of fun. Something so interesting about the way our school works is that it really is this little community and it's filled with people who want to recreate institutions that exist in the real world to match the scale of our school. So like we have student council representing the government, we have the tower representing the press, we have all these other clubs, but they're all reliant on teacher advisors, right? And they're all reliant on the rules of the school itself. So what do you think that the balance of power should be between students and administrators? I think it's hard to say, actually. It depends on the situation and the policies that are being made. Um, but I think the responsibilities are actually like pretty well divided up, especially because we have our advisors at our student council meetings, so we aren't making decisions without them or we aren't getting our decisions vetoed after we put like a lot of work into them. Yeah, I wonder how much of a sense of duty you feel to people at the school like how how ceremonial is the role of student body president and and what does it mean to represent the kids that you know spend so much of their time here i think student body president is the position that gets like the most spotlight from other students in the community so you are in this little spotlight at least for a while after the elections and it's important to be on like your best behavior and just to be like a generally like kind person, it's it's important to be a kind person all times. But when it's your representative, you kind of expect them to always be that way. But sometimes people might only see you for the position that you want. They may only call you Madam President or they might only call you Treasurer or whatever position you get. But after a while, that fades away and people just they'll see who you are for who you actually are. Yeah. But what does it mean for you to listen to the student body and wrap that into the way you do things in student council? How do you do like a vibe check of the entire school? I've only really done vibe checks of my own grade, but I think because like I participate in like different extracurriculars with different grades and I make it a goal to know the underclassmen and understand them, I'll be better able to like understand their values, their ideas, uh, their opinions about certain school policies and events. And I, I do think it's super important to encourage students to like reach out with their concerns or what they really enjoy um, about certain events or whatever happens in the school. And it's important to communicate that to student council and 
our advisors so that we can continue to do the right things or to try to eliminate like the more boring aspects of events. Plus, I'll always like ask students like, how do you like this event? Or what do you think of this? Or next time, what should we do better? Yeah, real quick. Uh, I'm gonna break the fourth wall for a second. Hey, listener. So let's say that our listener here wanted to get in contact with student council and wanted to reach out with, with a complaint or feeling about something. What's the best way for them to do that? Well, you can reach out on Instagram and you can be like, you can contact like either the class of 2024 um, or the PHS student council page. I know that Mrs. Ligas runs the Princeton High School page. So you can reach out through any of those ways or you can find us in like the math wing on Wednesdays during lunch if you want to come talk to us or you know just find anyone in student council uh, in the hallways or text them privately to you know bring something up to them because we're all open to hearing. Amazing. Uh, And then for for one last question so thank you so much for spending all this time with me today. I do wonder, I know we're recording this podcast at a weird time, uh, the election is tomorrow, <laughs> but by the time the podcast is released, the, the winners will be declared. So whether you're on the student council next year or not, what advice do you have as someone who has held a position before for all of the student council members? What would you tell them? I would tell them that their role in student council is not just about them, and their responsibilities on like the individual level, but it is their duty, like not to be overly symbolic, but it is their duty to like take the time to spend on student council, um, to like welcome student feedback and to actively try to improve the school community and the spirit in their students. It's not just a title that you can put on college applications. It's really, you just have to be a good person wherever you go so that other people will like follow this and also be good people. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you, That Alex. wraps it up so nicely. PHS Talks is a part of the multimedia section of The Tower, Princeton High School's student-run newspaper. It is written, produced, and edited by me, Alexander Margulis, with music by Otto Truman. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.